I need a quarterback accurate like Drew Brees and mobile like Lamar. Will Lamar Jackson solve the 49ers' problems at quarterback? We're going to talk about it right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around, guys. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Over motivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Okay, before we get the show started, uh, I got to ask you two questions. Number one, can you hear my voice? Thumbs up if you can hear my voice. Number two, did you guys hear the intro music? Uh, it was a different setup, so I want to make sure that everything played properly. Uh, different mixing type of situation. So let me know, did you hear the intro music? And did you hear the, uh, the, the, the me, are you hearing me right now? All right. So CJ says the theme song is fire. I can't tell if you're going off of past times of hearing it. I just want to make sure you guys heard it. All right, cool. That's good. Cause I need, I need to know, make sure that the volumes are good. I got my mixer going on. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to make sure that that all played out. Terra Dome's in the building. Shout out to the Breezy's Bunch out there. Those that are members will now be called the Breezy's Bunch. Shout out to West Coast Kings. I see you in the building. What's going on? Christy Marie's in the building. All right. We got Troy's in the building. Troy says day 12. It's been 12 days, bro. Really? What's going on? PG PG's in the building. Uncle Scott is in the building. My brother from another mother, Steve, is in the building. Not a gang podcast. What's good? What's good? What's good? Don't worry. We're going to talk about it. All right. VZ408. What's going on in the building? What's good, Ronnie? I'll see you, baby. Shout out to Ronnie in the building. Shout out to all the members. Mike Ng is in the building. We got a lot of Breezy Bunch members in here early at the beginning of the show. All right, so we hear Miss Jacqueline is in the building. What's going on? Gerard is in the building. Shout out to all the Breezy Bunch members out there. All right, listen, I'm going to bring my boy Tony in. He's going to be via car ride or whatnot, so we're going to get his audio. Hopefully his video will pop up. Tony, what's going on, fam? All right. Someone's asking for bacon, egg, and cheese. That's crazy. Bacon, egg, and cheese sound good right about now, bro. That sounds that sounds really good. No, man, what's up? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Nothing, on. man. Nothing much, really, in the 49ers world. You know, we got a couple of things we'll talk about today's show, but you know, the Lamar Jackson uh situation, uh, him being signed, you know, him being tagged is something that's big. And, you know, maybe there's a possibility slightly. And I know a lot of people in the chat saying, Oh, it's gonna cost us two first round picks. I, I just I have a way around that, so uh, I would love to talk about it. Uh, get your thoughts on it and things like that. We could talk about a little bit of free agency, which is gonna be next week. You know, free agency is next week, guys. Free agency starts next Wednesday officially. Uh, mm -hmm. Tampering period starts on Monday. So we, we're going to have some fun. Uh, you're going to see a lot of more people get cut. 
uh, due to cap casualties, there's a new safety that's going to be available, uh, kid from Buffalo. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that's going around NFL-wise, Tony. So that's why I have you here, man. I want, I want to talk to you how the 49ers may address some of these situations possibly. Yeah, well, I mean, the first thing we got to look for is when they start announcing restructures, uh, how many people they restructure and how much money they're going to free up is going to tell us how aggressive they're going to be is starting Monday and officially on Wednesday. Um, if you see them just redo one deal and it saves up maybe $10 million, maybe $15 million, I don't see them being fully aggressive. You're talking about maybe tier two guys they're going to bring in to fill some spots. Uh, you see more than 25 maybe pushing 30 and they redo three deals. You're going to see them go after one big piece and then go with tier two, tier three guys. So it's it, by the restructures are going to tell us exactly what kind of mindset they're going to have going into free agency. And that, I'm and, glad I'm glad you brought that up. Before you go more into that, let's talk about why the 49ers did not use the franchise tag. All right, so they decided not to go with the franchise tag. I personally thought they may had franchise tag the kicker Robbie Gold. But maybe when Robbie Gould made that announcement that he wanted to test free agency, they probably went away. Now, they, they did tag him prior, before, mm-hmm. uh, when he got his first deal with the 49ers. So it's a possibility he's gone. Um, but they didn't use the franchise tag. Are you surprised in any kind of way? Um, no, I'm not, because the franchise tag is a tough number, right? So let's just say hypothetically for, let's say they used it on Robbie Gould. He would come in at just under $6 million, I think, for the kickers. I'm not 100% sure but that's full six million dollars that's gonna take up that spot granted you know he has to sign it before it takes the hit um if they can come up with an extension to lower the number or structure it where it's more cap friendly uh, team friendly than than uh a full blunt of six million dollars um i think the door is closed on robbie gold um he made his decision he came back he flat out said you know to Schefter, I'm going to be kicking elsewhere next year. And I don't think it comes down to the money aspect of it. I mean, maybe it does slightly, but I just think he wants to go back closer to his family in Chicago. And if that's the way it is, then so be it. Let him go. And I agree. I I agree 100%. Listen, he's a free agent, and this is what free agents do. Uh, You're going to see other free agents walk away uh, from the team. It it is what it is. Uh, The 49ers will be out there looking for a kicker. Let's talk about the kicker situation, all right? Since we're talking about Robbie Gold, let's just go ahead and, and jump into that. Uh, Matt Gay, looks like he's going to become available. Uh, there's yes. going to be other free agent kickers out there. In uh, mind, Tony, like, who do you think the 49ers kicker may be? We talked about this on Monday. Um, is it possible that we sign a kicker and still possibly, maybe not draft a kicker, but what if we do sign an undrafted free agent kicker to bring into camp just to test out? Absolutely. I think that's what's going to happen. I think, in my opinion, if I was in charge, I would target Matt Gay or the Panero kid from Carolina. Clearly has ties to Wilkes. Mm -hmm. Um, I would do that route. I would sign one of those two guys, and I would sign an undrafted free agent. I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and say, um, let's draft one high. I mean, the last kicker, I'm yeah, field goal kicker, that the 49ers drafted was in the 1994 draft. It was Doug Bryan. I believe he was in the fourth round from California. So I don't see them going that route. And for the main reason why I don't see them going that route, number one, they don't have a first or a second round pick. Number two, there's a lot of fill, there's a lot of holes that need to be filled via the draft and free agency. 
So I think they're going to be more occupied on those three picks that are consecutive if they keep them to try to identify possibly one definite starter and two potential heavy role players and situational players that are going to contribute in 2023. And just one fun, one fun fact as far as mm-hmm. Matt Gay, I think he was on the same team at Utah with Wisnowski. So that's something to keep an eye on. So you said they won't go high, and I agree with that. So that we're talking third, fourth round. What about one of those uh, sixth round? We don't have a fourth round pick, but what about one of those sixth round picks, seventh round picks? I mean, listen, it depends on what they do early in the draft. Like if they if they identify if you're round seven, you're coming up on your last choice, and there's not a guy there like they see that they can that could contribute to the roster and on the act of 53, I think you potentially might be able to see with their last choice to grab a kicker. Uh, do I think Moody will be there? I don't. I think a team jumps on him in the latter parts of five or six. But I just don't think the 49ers are in a position right now with so many openings and question marks on this roster to invest high in a field goal kicker. Because, I mean, let's keep it real. Like, the best kicker in the league – I think we could all agree is Tucker from Baltimore. He was okay. undrafted free agent. So you don't necessarily need to invest in the kicker when your best kicker was an undrafted free agent. You just got to find them. Even if they bring two in, they sign a mid a low level veteran and you bring two undrafted free agents in and say, go ahead, guys, kick, kick away. Whoever wins wins. That's it. So you think there's going to be some type of kicking competition going on? If they don't sign, like if they don't sign like a, um, a type of kicker at, at the at magnitude of Gay or um, uh, Panero, I think they do have a competition. All right. Now, me personally, I feel like the 49ers should look into drafting the kicker. They did do this when they ended up, they needed a punter. They were going through the punter situation. They let, uh, was it Bradley Pinion uh, go? And I, it was either him or Andy Lee was one of the two. They, either way, they let both of them go uh, to enter free agency, and they drafted Mitch Wisnowski in the fourth round. We don't have a fourth round pick this year. We do have some late thirds. There, there possibly may be a kicker available like a Jake Moody. Uh, the kid from Ohio State looks really good. There's another kid out there. I can't remember his name. Uh, there's, there's like three kickers that can possibly get drafted, which would be weird. Um, but I, if they don't get drafted, they'll go into the undrafted pool. And I can see the 49ers doing their due diligence and trying to pick up one of those guys to see if a young kid could come out here and and, and beat out a veteran in, in camp. And that's kind of like what I'm thinking that might go down. So very good insight on that, Tony. I appreciate that, man. Tony, they said that you need to put your damn seatbelt on. That's, that's what they're saying out there, uh, you know, in, in the, in the world. And Tony's like, F you, I'm a cop. You put your seatbelt on. That's what I Tony never said that. I never said that. <laughs> I never said that. I'm just messing with everybody out there, man. You know, I like to have fun. All right. So uh, just some news that's going on here. Texans Bobby Slowick about per Aaron Wilson. Texans Bobby Slowick on Jimmy Garoppolo. We have a process. We have a process. Everything we go through. Jimmy is obviously part of that process. He's going to be a free agent. We have conversations. Nick and D'Amico lay out a plan. We'll see where that takes us. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent quarterback. Do you feel there's a possibility, which I believe, that he may end up as a Houston Texan. Yeah, sure. There is a possibility. Um, listen, 
thanks to uh, Daniel Jones, Jimmy's yeah. got a decent contract. He's going to get paid. <laughs> I just can't see how they paid him $40 million a year. I, I, I mean, no disrespect to him. Um, but that that's a lot of money, and he's set the ball. This is not my fault. This is Tony because the ding, ding, ding kept going on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's kind of like I'm just playing with Tony. He's going to come up here and, and yell at me. My man Kylie says, please don't waste a draft pick on a kicker. We'll pick up where Tony left off once he returns back to the show. Uh, please don't waste. Here's my thing, Kylie. A seventh round pick. If it's the last pick in the draft, I don't necessarily think it would be wasting it on a kicker. Now, I feel like you might not waste it on the kicker with the last pick in the draft, mainly because that kicker is probably not going to get picked and you can get him in the undrafted pool. And I think that's what the 49ers are leaning into. So I kind of feel you. I wouldn't waste a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, but possibly I would, I would, I wouldn't think wasting a seventh round pick on a kicker. I mean, we drafted players last year that didn't even make the squad. And so those were waste of picks. If you want to look at a waste of a pick, they didn't even make the squad. They're not, I don't even know if they're still in the NFL. And so I get where you're going with this. I, I respect it. But we're talking about a kicker that can kind of be here for the next decade or two. And so that's kind of like what I'm thinking. And we've seen these young kickers come in. The only young kicker, like, remember the year, the kicker for the Colts, can't remember his name. And then Tyler Bass, which is uh, no longer in the NFL. I think those were the two best kickers coming out of college one time. And only Tyler Bass was the one that kind of like made it to the forefront of, of the kicking e- echelon. And so kickers aren't always a hit. But I think if you draft a guy like a Jake Moody, it'll be a hit. Um, or if you find a way to get Jake Moody, you know, even if you can't draft him. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Um, and I do agree with you. Uh, Brian, if you draft a kicker, at least the kicker will play this. <laughs> no matter what round you play, you draft him at, he's got, he's going to be on the field, uh, and he's going to be out there probably leading your team in scoring, depending on if you need him or not. Let's get to these contributions, Tony. Then we'll get you right back up here. We'll start to show off with Miss Debbie. She says, good Wayne and Tony morning from the high seas. I'm on the 49er faithful cruise. I know you're having a great time. I've seen the pictures and videos. Blessings to everyone in the chat. Please hit that like, y'all. Please hit the like button. I forgot to tell everybody to hit the like button. We didn't even do formalities today. But guys, hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe and become a member today of the channel. YouTube.com backslash at the Wayne Breezy and then Miss Jacqueline Knox with her super chat contribution says good morning Breezy and Tony have a great show guys we appreciate you Miss Jacqueline we appreciate you Miss Debbie thank you too for the super chat contributions Tony you still with me baby see I can't I, I can't tell if Tony's here I see I see the the purple why does he have a purple avatar with the T in it why isn't it a red avatar just curious you know just just curious um there I'm he here, is sorry. there he is all right so we, we I I kind of like forgot what we were talking about but uh let's keep this show going you like we were talking about the kicker situation right we were talking about the kicker situation we talked about not drafting the kicker or at least not wasting the pick on a kicker we talked about bringing in a free agent a couple of free agents that you talked about uh Panero and um uh 
Matt Gay. And then I talked about possibly getting one of those young premier kickers coming out of college that were really good in college. And so that's going to be that. That's and, and the reason why we're having this conversation, Tony, is because we have to address it because we don't have a kicker. Can I? Kick yeah. <laughs> you said yeah at the right time too bro that joke was on point that was on point listen raj raj says bring jake moody and lamar jackson to the bay oh he's starting that smoke early in the morning tony had to wipe his nose on that one listen we're not there yet we're not there yet we're not there yet let's talk about Brock purdy's surgery schedule being changed from today till friday Let's go there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it as a major thing. It's only, what, two days later? Uh, Wednesday to Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, so two two days, two full days later because he's there in the morning probably for a pre-op and stuff like that. But, listen, I, the way I look at it is like this. I think this offseason is riding on the outcome of this surgery, all right? And I think the 49ers got a little pushy with Brock. Purdy behind the scenes saying, all right, let's get, let's find out what's going on. Let's get this surgery so we could, you know, align our off season. Um, and, you know, the results are going to come back and whether they did the internal brace or it's a full Tommy John. If it's an internal brace, I see them going with a lower like tier three quarterback to come in the camp arm, couple undrafted three, just to throw. If it's the full Tommy John, I think you're going to see a difference in who they bring in, possibly a tier two quarterback to come in and um, be the backup to Trey Lance, or who knows? You know the rumors that are flying with Tom Brady. I don't see it, but um, not according to Tom. Tom says, "Hey man, I got a kitten, and I'm going to enjoy my kitten." So Tom looks like he's not coming back to football right now. The not guy's today. worth billions of dollars, and he's worried he can't find somebody for twenty dollars an hour to take care of the kitten. Come first on of now. all, first of all, Tony, you don't need to take care of a cat. Period. A cat will tell you, "I don't need you, sir." You can't put a leash on me. You can't walk me. Some people do walk their cats. I, I will say that. But you, you, you can't because once the cat gets of age and knowing what the hell is going on, they can fend for themselves. That's why they got 35 lives. But yes, right now, it's a kitten, and he's in love with his kitten. And you got to leave it at that. We, we're going to let him be in love with his kitten. That's fine with me. But, yeah, like, so – yeah, good. I'm sorry. No, you got it. You got it. Um, That – I think – the offseason is hindering on the results of um, Tom Brady's arm. Uh, Brock, per- Brock Purdy's surgical results. I and I like, I like what they did by leaving it into the surgeon's hand, who is the professional, once it's open, to evaluate it, how bad the tear is, if it's frayed, if it's solid, to make that decision at that point. So either the internal brace or the Tommy John surgery. That's smart. It's very smart. Uh, and they're going to wait till Friday. I hope we get results on Friday. I'm hope, excuse me. I'm hoping the 49ers have results on Friday and then they get released whenever they get released. But I'm just hoping that they know because that is exactly when we'll know what's going on. Here's my thing with this though. Like I understand Brock Purdy was phenomenal. He came in here. He kept the team winning he got the team through the playoffs just about, except for the last game, unfortunately, due, due to an injury. It is what it is. Um, but what is the me- – if they're waiting on Brock Purdy, what is that message about Trey Lance? What is the message that they're sending about Trey Lance? It doesn't sound like to me, Tony, that they're all in 
on Trey Lance. Now, I want them to be, but what I want doesn't matter. I don't, they, they, they don't give a fuck about what Wayne Breezy wants. Of course. But doesn't it, are you, let me just ask you this. Are you getting the same bat signals that I'm getting about Trey Lance if they're all owned in on this whole Brock Purdy's, uh, you know, results? If they're owned in on the results of Brock Purdy? Yeah, I, I, I do. I think, I think if the team, I honestly feel if Brock Purdy wasn't hurt, he would I think be the Brock starting Purdy would be the, the starting quarterback going into camp. But they would give Trey an opportunity to compete to try to take it. I, that's the way I see it. I think there's some question now with Trey rather than last year because of what they saw from Brock Purdy. And that's the issue. Um, and, like, you know, when we address the whole Lamar Jackson thing, that's going to be – there's, there's part of this that's going to spin towards Lamar Jackson. So I'm just going to leave it at that for now. But, yeah, that's what I feel. It's unfortunate that what happened to Trey happened. Yes. But my I guess my issue is this. It, it seems to me the trajectory of quarterbacks that get injured for the 49ers, right – once they get injured, it seems like they look at them as damaged goods. Why are they not looking at Brock Purdy as damaged goods? Jimmy Garoppolo won way more games than Brock Purdy did, but the moment he got injured, they let they let everybody in the world know, look, we can't rely on Jimmy. He's gotten injured again. First, they, they gave him a chance after the ACL, and he got injured yeah. again. So maybe you, maybe you get two injuries. Before they move on, but why did why are they moving on from Trey Lance after one? Well, one big one, I guess. Like, or maybe well, this is the second. Maybe this is the second. Maybe they're fearing that this is the second injury to Trey Lance. As far as the Jimmy comparison with Brock Purdy, it comes down to this. Jimmy's been with the team since what 2017. So that would be he 18. would be 2018. He would oh, be he started here, in no, 17. Sorry. Yeah, he came in 17. Yeah, he so he's been with the with the team since 17. Through the ups and downs, the injuries, and all the things, all the issues that we've spoke about at nauseum. Um, the thing is with the, with Purdy and Jimmy is number one, it's something new with every year, every year with Jimmy, except for the one season. That's number one. Number two, this offense has been the most efficient it's been ever with Kyle Shanahan as the head coach, even with Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback. But now, when I say effic- efficiency. Uh, production in the offense, yeah. uh, st- statistics, points, yeah. um, all stuff like that, right? There was a time where, like, we're sitting on the edge of the couch saying, oh, shit, oh, shit, the boy's going to throw, he's going to throw. Oh, my God, my God. But Brock Purdy, you didn't get that. So what that tells me is, obviously, the door is closed. They were 10 times more comfortable with Brock Purdy, a seventh-round pick, than they were with Jimmy Garoppolo, a $25 million a year quarterback, who was once the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. So now to flip the script to Trey, okay? Trey got the raw deal because we all said, you know, you and all the guys at Nothing But Niners, we said from day one Trey should have started. And yep. I think Trey got – people are saying Trey got drafted to the perfect situation. I say no now. Because the perfect situation would be the combination of the coach and getting him on the field playing. Which he did not do. But this is what happens when you get a Super Bowl roster making a move for a quarterback. 
You don't want to waste it. You know what I'm saying? I, this is what this, happens. This is this is why we have this show today, because there's a quarterback out there that we're gonna talk about in a little bit. So keep going, bro. You on something right now? Let me get the ding dings so, ready. So pause. So ding ding. Uh, so that's the problem, Trey. Because if you look at all the quarterbacks that are drafted, they all go in. They're all the starters. They all take the ball, the offense by the reins and go. But the problem is because Trey came from a lower level competition. Yep. Compared to like you know the other guys yeah. coming out. Yep. But yep. The thing is, now this kid sat his first year. Yep. Sat majority of his second year. Has an injury. And there's a possibility if everything goes right with Bray, uh, Purdy. He, he won't could play be sitting this year. in third year. Well, 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 Tony, let me let me interject just a little bit because this is where mommy and daddy comes in. And and yeah. and and whether y'all like to hear this or not, this is where mom and dad says, Hey man, listen, I appreciate you guys uh for drafting my son, Mr. Lynch. Uh I, I, I we want him, we want y'all to move him. We eat like we understand where you're going. We understand the direction you're going in. We understand football. We get it. It's business. It's nothing personal. Can we try to move my son? And that, No, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the unfortunate thing, though, Wayne, is it is so unfair to get an accurate evaluation on him because of the situation that he was dealt. But, but right? Tony, the, the 49ers, you're right, 100%. Hold on, hold on. 100% correct, but the 49ers aren't trying to get the accurate result. And there's a lot of other teams that might have been high on Trey Lance just as well. You're going to get a young kid that can come in here and possibly run an offense, and all he needs is the opportunity. Look at the 49ers' window. It's win now. They got about two more years at that in, with that window, and it's closing every year they don't win. You get what I'm saying? And every Correct. year it's a little bit more closed. And so with the 49ers, and when, when I mean closed, guys, I'm talking about guys like Debo, uh, Debo Samuel contract will expire in a couple of years. Trent Williams' contract expires and you know soon, and he's getting older, so he might even teeter off into retirement. You already complained about the offensive line not being intact. Kyle Juszczyk can't, might not play that much longer. There's a bunch of players. We're young in certain positions, but we're not young in other positions. Eric Armstead's getting older. Like, the window, the window is closing. And on top of that, other teams are getting younger and possibly getting better. Like that, it happens every year. It's what the draft is for. It's what free agency is for. Exactly. And what was the number one thing we spoke about when we when the Niners announced that day, the, the day that they traded, right? Ooh. You're going to have a quarterback under control for four years on a rookie contract. Correct. And but, they're not – well, they are taking advantage of it because, for one reason, they struck gold with Brock Purdy. That and 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 let me explain this. The Tony is saying they struck gold. They did not know it was going to be gold. Here's the thing, Tony. What if Brock Purdy's fools gold? Well, that's that's something you know we don't know. But I mean, listen, the 49ers quarterback situation this far into Kyle Shanahan's coaching career with the 49ers, it's still a tough situation to evaluate, and it's part bad luck in part good luck, right? But the bad luck, unfortunately, is outweighing the good luck right now because of the injury to Purdy, because of the unknown status of, of Trey Lance. Like, right, Trey Lance flashed, but then Trey Lance also missed easy throws versus the Houston Texans. 
Missed a couple throws versus the Seahawks. So you have the glimpse, but you don't have the full taste. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to see this kid. But the main problem is, do you risk a Super Bowl year and just seeing what this kid is about? Exactly. And I see people in the chat. uh, NY to the Bay, what's going on, Uh, Mike? He says, Brock Purdy is Kyle's preferred style quarterback. Trey was never going to work in San Francisco. Do you agree with that take, that he was never going to work? I'm not going to say he he would never have worked. I think he could potentially still work. But the question is this, again, when to jeopardize a season. Yeah, when? Do they want to jeopardize winning? Yeah, you're right. The, the question is, do I let this kid come in here and develop and, and we possibly win? Or, like, do I go with the thing that I know is going to help us win? And that's the situation with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, right? Trey, Brock Purdy's proven he could win an NFL game on a streak. On a streak. I don't care who was on the team, how the team was built. I get it. Trey had different pieces. It was at the beginning of the season. But he also got hurt that second game at the very beginning of the game. So he didn't get a chance to kind of grow with the team. Uh, It's a possibility that they do let Trey grow with the team. And listen, and let me make myself clear. I want to see Trey Lance play football for the San Francisco 49ers. Again, what Wayne Breezy wants doesn't matter to the San Francisco 49ers. Because at the end of the day, their goal is to win a Super Bowl, and they're going to have to put yes. this team together, this construct the right team together to do that. Is Trey Lance going to be on this team? I sure hope so. It's just going to suck. Like Tony said, damn, it's a possibility in his third year he doesn't get, get playing time because Brock Purdy's healthy now? Because they clearly look like They're going with Brock Purdy. And that's the narrative, too. So, like, usually people make up narratives. But that's – it seems like that might be just the narrative, period. Like, John Lynch spoke about Trey Lance, but he also said he's got to find a way to be healthy and we got to find a way to get him on the field. Once he said, we got to find a way to get him out there, I'm like, what do you mean you got to find a way to get him out there? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And so that's what's making me look a little scared. A little scared for Trey. And so yeah. he he can he he can ask to be traded. And the 49ers do look out for their own players. So let's like act like they don't do something like that. They like to make sure that right. players go where they feel like they're gonna be more well off. That's the 49ers way. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but they make sure that players go where they're gonna be well off and taken care of. They don't have bad blood or bad ties with players. Um, so it's a possibility. I know people keep, uh, my man Brian saying, how can he ask for a trade? He hasn't done anything yet. Like I said, it. And, and, and this is way, another thing, Wayne, like you gotta consider this too. Okay. Where is Brock Party, Purdy's arm gonna be after this surgery? <laughs> Tony, I've been I've been talking about this for two weeks. Like I I get it. He you know might be saying? healed, like, but what if his what if his velocity is gone? What if his confidence is gone? What if what if everything is challenged and we start off zero and five? See, I don't <laughs> think it's saying? a confident. I don't think the issue is going to be the confidence end of it. Where I think it's going to come in is the velocity. I think he he's a confident kid. He believes in his eyes. 
he believed in his arm and making those throws. I just think the question's going to come in where is the throw going to have the zip now? The zip, yeah, the velocity, yeah. It's so funny that Tony, every time Tony makes a point, he go pause. 30s come an hour again. So, you know, could it help him? Could it hurt him? We don't know. And this is a major question for the 49ers. Because if we, you know, transition now, the segue, into Lamar Jackson, right? Here we go. Lamar Jackson has a big arm, right? But... I just want to keep this real with everybody. Everybody crucified Kyle Shanahan for, for dialing up Trey run Lance. plays with <laughs> Trey Lance. What do you think's going to happen with this guy? Now, if you add Lamar Jackson, it's true 11 on 11 football, 100%. There's no cheating. There's no like you know scheming. It's 11 oh, on 11. You're 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 making me you're making me happy right now. You're making me happy. But, I'm going to keep it real. If you talk about Trey Lance, the pure pocket passer, there's issues. It's, it's, Footwork it's, is not good. Sometimes his mechanics are off. He are we talking about Lamar? Lamar, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what, but why do you need to be the pure pocket passer in this offense? Brock Purdy's not the pure pocket passer either. He's, he's a more fishy. of a pure, he's, he's a more fishy. of a pure pocket, he's more of a pure pocket passer than. Lamar Jackson is. Uh, and I, yeah. I agree, but he's not perfect. And I'm just saying, I'm saying that to say this. Lamar Jackson, let's talk about him and Greg Roman's offense. Because in Greg Roman's offense, for some reason, it just wasn't built for him to be that guy. He was the guy to get the ball down the field. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he was highly – he's he's an he's a accurate quarterback. I mean, 60 – let me get his stats up here. Uh, last year, he only played in 12 games. He had 203 completions, 326 attempts, 62.3 completion percentage, 2,242 yards. He was averaging almost at seven yards a pass, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 75 long. He did get sacked a lot because he runs a lot, uh, and their offensive line was was pretty bad too. Uh, And his rating, he finished with a 91.1 ring. Now, if you look at uh, Brock Purdy, you compare him to Brock Purdy's seven-game stretch Purdy's numbers are probably slightly higher, like in the rating. Uh, but I bet you that completion percentage is probably around the same. So, okay. so, what are we, so what are we talking about as far I mean, he might not be the pure pocket passer, but he's a playmaker. Yes, that I agree 200% with you. But the, and this the is only the reason right? why, Tony, we ain't won the Super Bowl is because we're missing a playmaking type of quarterback, which, in my opinion, I feel like, Trey Lance could be something like that because if he's going to make the defenses play 11 on 11, sort of kind of, hopefully. But we, you, what you said at the very beginning of your Lamar Jackson take, it's 11 on 11 all game long. There's no way right. you, you put seven in the box. <laughs> but there's, 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 there's some issues now. Would, would A, making it happen, and B, him coming to this to a Kyle Shanahan offense, right? Okay. Kyle Shanahan's offense be a shell shock for him, for sure. I agree. Kyle Shanahan's offense is disciplined timing and 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 playing within structure. Okay. Baltimore's offense was the total opposite. There was, was zero structure. Lit. It was ad lib. There was there was zero structure with, with with Baltimore. He had full range to do whatever he wanted to do. Tuck it, run, bomb it downfield, whatever he wanted to do, he did. 
And that's what Greg Roman did in San Francisco with, with uh, Colin Kaepernick until Jim Harbaugh got his hands on him and tried to make him a drop back passer. And we so, all know what happened from that point on. So let me let me let me ask you this question then, because okay. I like where you're going with this. Because it's, it's listen, guys. First of all, this is all speculation. This is not. Right. There's no news out there saying that Lamar Jackson even wants to play for San Francisco. We're just having a conversation. I actually sent my man Jason the link. I want to see if he can come on here because we want to talk money, because a lot of people say that it can't work, and that I believe I understand. Um, but we want to talk about how the 49ers could financially probably find a way to make it work if there is a chance. So hopefully he'll he'll join the show. Jason, if you're watching, the link is inside your Twitter. So make sure you click on that. Anyway, I want to get back to Lamar Jackson. Uh, it, it would be a shell shock to him. But here's what I think would be different. He'll get a hell of a quarterback's coach here. Yes. He's going to come to a team with a hell of a squad. Lamar Jackson ain't had no goddamn wide receivers in six years, bro. He's about I agree. to I'm not arguing that. I am not arguing that. So so all of that can help him is what I'm trying it to say. It can. Okay. It can. But the number one factor in this whole situation is well, not number one. There's there's several factors. The number one thing is the whole issue. God forbid he gets hurt because mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan runs dials up a, a run play. That's mm-hmm. number one. That's number one. Number two. Who are you willing to give up to bring him here? Because it's going to cost. Mm. And I'm not talking about – there's going to be – It's going to cost you two for – okay, so let me explain the the tag real quick, Tony, if you don't mind. So it's a non-exclusive franchise tag, all right, that the Baltimore Ravens placed on Lamar Jackson. So let's talk a little bit about this tag really quickly. For those that don't know what the non-exclusive tag means, that means that the player – can actually go out and look for a deal. It's not It's not a, an exclusive deal. So the player, they don't own his rights to it. But the team do, does have the right to match the option. If they don't, there's a two first-round tender on this deal. So if the 49ers said, hey, man, yo, we're willing to give you a five-year, $9,000 billion, million dollar deal. I'm making up a number. It doesn't make any sense. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to give you this deal. All right. The 49ers are going to. And then in order for the Ravens to agree with, they can match it. And if they choose not to, the Niners are going to have to cough up those first round picks. Let me bring my man Jason on. Tony, make your point. I'm going to bring Jason on uh, with that. So that's the non-exclusive tag. So Baltimore is willing to pay him this year $32 million unless they work out a deal. But he has the right to go out there and and he doesn't have an agent which can help the 49ers they've dealt with players without agents huh? Richard Sherman and he can you know possibly work a deal Tony I want to get your take and then I'm going to bring on my man Jason and we're going to break and down I'm, some stuff I'm really glad Jason's coming on because I'm talking I, I my knowledge of what it's going to cost the team financially me personally the way this con- this this team has structured their payroll, their salary cap, is for the next two years, there's huge money going out to big players. Huge money. Now, huge cap hits. you're talking big, significant hits. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they could kick some money down the road, but I personally, I'm not a fan of that because it will catch you in the long run if these guys aren't going to fulfill their contract with the Tony, 49ers. Can, can, I, can I give you props, Tony? Because you've been that way for the six years I've known you. <laughs> you want to <laughs> know ever, why? Because don't ever change. I don't remember, change. 
I remember when the team used to blow money. I remember the 94 team that they built. They backloaded. They put so many damn incentives in these guys' deals. Deion Sanders, Boy Cook, Tim yeah, McDonald. Like, I yeah. mean, they were backloaded contracts. I'm with you. And the, and then the one year they went out and signed the Winford Tubbs, the Gabe Wilkins, the Antonio Langham, the Herb Smith. They backload. They loaded those monies up. And they couldn't even sign a goddamn guy on the McDonald's line to go play cornerback for them. It was so bad. They got so bad in trouble with the salary cap. I, I personally, and Jason could explain this more because he's the he's the cap guy. He's the cap guru. I don't see it happening financially for the San Francisco 49ers. A lot I can't of people see don't. It. A lot of people. I don't. can't see it, and what you have to give up. I think you're jeopardizing the ability to extend the Nick Bosa or you extend the Nick Bosa and give up somebody like a Trent Williams, a Kittle, a war something's going to cost them. And it's more than just a compensation to get him to San Francisco, but it's going to be who they got to get rid of to keep him on this roster. Okay. Let's talk I'm about, I'm going to go on in for a minute. All right. No problem. Jason, you ready, baby? Jason from 49erscap.com. What's going on family? Going What's on, up, Wayne. Going on, Tony. Nothing How much, man. You, I'm glad you were available. I'm glad you were good. available. Good, uh, man, good. I, I got to get you on here a lot more, especially during this time of the season. People need to hear from you. They need to see you. They need to understand what it is that you do because they have no idea. A lot of us have no idea how the money works. Uh, I mean, and you just know football, period. So uh, let's talk about this. Um I do want to talk about the 49ers cap. We're already talking about Lamar Jackson. We'll go back into the salary cap, but let's talk about Lamar Jackson. And if, if there's a way, could the 49ers find a way to make this work if they were in on Lamar Jackson? They could find a way, but it, like Tony said, it would cost them a player one of those big name players, maybe even two of them. Mm-hmm. Then they cost you Ayuk. Okay. Do you wanna do you wanna risk we, losing Ayuk? That's we, a big had, one. Jason, I've had this conversation. I did an exercise, right? Mm-hmm. On possibly trading Ayuk for a first round pick. If you remember a couple of years ago, the Baltimore Ravens traded their wide receiver Hollywood Brown to the mm-hmm. uh, Arizona Cardinals for a late first round pick, like pick 24, 25 or something like that. And I was saying to myself, okay, we got a thousand yard wide receiver. He'll be going into his contract year this year. Like, is it a possibility like no next year, excuse me. Is it a possibility that they, they move on and draft another wide receiver or something like that? I don't want them to do that. I'm just saying these are some possibilities of things that just may happen out of nowhere. And we'd be like, whatever. You bring up Brandon Ayuk again in this particular situation. Would Ayuk and a 2024 first-round pick get this done? I doubt it. Okay, so it's going to cost a lot more. Yeah. So what if they gave up Trey Lance, Brandon Ayuk, and the 2024 first-round pick? Nah, I... Hypothetically speaking, I think the package would have to include Ayuk and the 2024 first, 2025 first, mm. and maybe some day two picks because you saw what Deshaun Watson brought. Ah. 
And he okay. wants, and just like Deshaun Watson, Lamar Watt, Lamar Jackson wants that fully guaranteed contract. Yep. He wants the guaranteed money. Yeah. So, That's, so the 49ers need to just stay far away from this situation as possible. Oh, yeah. Plus, they can't talk to him anyway because they have to own their first round, their own first round pick, which mm-hmm. now belongs to the Broncos. To the Broncos, in correct. order to be able to make a deal with Lamar, they would have to wait until after the draft ends. Correct. Yes. Um, can you explain that to everybody? Because that was another thing that we I talked, I was talking to Jack Hammer with yesterday on his show. They would have to wait to the draft end. Why is that they would have to wait to the draft end? Because under the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, any team that wants to sign a franchise player has to have their own first, first round pick. Mm-hmm. which again, the Broncos own that. So we're not able to talk to him until after the draft is over. But the, the big, the big if is would Lamar wait that long? I mean, he's waited I mean, over a, a year of, and a half. Uh, yeah. A couple, what's a couple, a couple of more months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it comes down to this, and, and I, I get where you're going. We're not Lamar's agents. Again, he doesn't have one. I think his mom represents him as well. But right. um, if Lamar wants to win, is this going to be about winning? Is it going to be about why can't he get both with the Niners? Maybe not the contract that he thinks he deserves as of right now. Is there a possible way that they could do a lesser type of a contract, less years to allow him to be free again? Like, you know, to go somewhere and maybe have a chance to come in here. Maybe the question is this. Do the 49ers even need Lamar Jackson? That's the question of the show. Like, would he solve the problem of the quarterback situation with the 49ers? That's my question. Like, is he capable of solving it? Does he have the capabilities of former All-Pro, former MVP, former this? Once you're All-Pro, you're All-Pro. He's an Mm -hmm. All-Pro, former MVP, like... Would he help solve that if he can stay healthy, or are we just good at what with, with, with what we have? Like that's really the question. Honestly, in my opinion, I would just stay the course with what we have. Yeah. Try to sign a veteran in free agency. Like Tony said, let's see what happens with Brock's injury uh, mm-hmm. surgery. I should say. Let's see what. Let's see what happens if it's the six month recovery and everything looks smooth, then you've got to give Brock and Trey whatever chances they have. You, 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 you got to give them, give them a chance to start. I agree. Uh, if it's, if it's the alternative, the Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. then you're looking at, Okay, who do we go after in free agency? Mm-hmm. Do we go after a Matt Ryan? You know, if he gets released from the Colts, because obviously yeah. he's 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 not gonna want to be a backup there. You know, it's the worst team, one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. So, 
I could see a scenario where he's released and Matt Ryan is the quarterback that they bring on. I just don't like Matt Ryan anymore. I yeah, just, I'm, I'm not I, a big I, fan either. Never really was. Um, I I remember his MVP year, and it was all it was all made up from Kyle. I mean, he had to do the work. Yeah, uh, he he definitely had the brain capacity to to do the work. He had the players to do the work, so he deserved the MVP that year. But man, I just never was a real fan of the Boston College kid. Man, I, I if 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 Lamar Jackson gets thrown out the window because I mean financially mm-hmm. you're saying it can't work or it's going to cost the team too much even though Kyle Shanahan said I want a quarterback like Drew Brees who's retired accurate like Drew Brees but legs like Lamar could run like Lamar Lamar there, there's a way to get him if it was a, if it was a free agent it would be a lot easier but it's not because the mm-hmm. two first round picks is, is yep. what will kill the Niners um which quarterback out there do you think that the 49ers will bring in? What veteran? I want to get yours, and I want to get Tony's as well. Mine's Mariota. You don't have to agree with me, whatever. I just feel like Mariota could come in here and win you a couple of games. Uh, and that's what you need from that third string. Uh, also can run that zone read, the RPO type of system, did it in Atlanta. The only issue with Mariota, and a lot of people don't like about him, is the simple fact that he quit on the Falcons. And they don't like that. And I get it. <clears throat> Right. For me, I like Mariota, but I also like Jacoby Brissett, too, as well. You got to sell me on Brissett. So so here's your chance. I'm John. I'm Kyle Shanahan. You're John. You're Adam Peters and Tony's John Lynch. And y'all both want Brissett and y'all got to sell me. I don't want another New England quarterback. That's how that's my mindset. That's your mindset. That's my mindset. I'm sorry. I've been hurt. I've been bamboozled. I'm traumatized. Yeah. Y'all got to sell them to me. <laughs> this is tough. I'm not sure how to sell Brissett because, yeah. Why do you want Brissett, bro? <laughs> I'm not saying I want Brissett, but that's the guy I think they might go after. But if, if, if I had my choice, really, Mariota would be the quarterback. I agree with you. Yeah. I he, mean, he, he can run the system. He's athletic. He, Got 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 a good arm. Symmetry brings up a great point. His accuracy is is a little bit off. I tell you what, yeah. though, he was highly accurate against the best defense in the league. Like that one tape means that he can be accurate, mm-hmm. and and so that was against us. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and so it's because we. Had to play 11 on 11. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we had to account. And when we didn't, remember that one play where he rushed for, like, 30 yards on third and 13? We were like, yeah, we're about to get the ball back. And then he ran a 30-yard run because Nick Bosa yeah. forgot. He just rushed. And it was no containment. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. He was highly accurate that game against us. I don't think he missed a pass until, like, the third quarter or some jump like that. But he was highly accurate. I was there. I was like, who is this? That one tape, and I get it. He played other games or whatever. They probably knew how to defend them, but for some reason, we just defended him bad. That's why I'm going with Mariota, because I feel like he can run the system. I agree that he's inaccurate, but, man, if he can do what he did against us, against four teams in the NFL, just in case he has to come in, I'm cool with that. Plus, I'm not worried about this kid having to come into a game when the game is on the line, it's the biggest game of the career because he's been there in college. 
he might not have made it there in the pros, but he will be 10 times better than what we saw from Josh Johnson, who's been in the league for 30 years. It's just weird how it works. So I'm with Mariota. Tony, if you could pick a quarterback, we talk about free agent quarterbacks, all right? I know everybody, Lamar Jackson is not a free agent. He's actually a franchise tag to the Baltimore Ravens, but there's a possibility he can get signed and traded and some all that good stuff. But Tony, free agent quarterback, man. There are a bunch of them on the line. It might be a few more being released. Uh, anybody but Jimmy. And, and I mean, you could pick Jacoby too, but I need to know why. Um, I mean, listen, he's not released yet. Matt Ryan is the most logical sense because of the scheme. He knows that offense. He's comfortable with it. My thing is he has clearly lost arm strength. Um, when things don't go great, he starts getting all riled up. Um, and, you know, based on this, like, I, I can see them. And it all, it all banks on the surgery results, the outcome of the surgery. I'm telling you now, I, I don't see how – but I still think there's a slim opportunity for Tom Brady to quarterback this team next year. I, I, I just – something's telling me this. He rode off into the sunset allegedly with his cat like we talked about earlier, but he still wants to finish his career in San Francisco. And, like, you know, I don't know what to do as far as that. I don't want to be the decision maker. Thank God I don't have to make that decision. But if it's, if it's the Tommy John – I don't know, man. I, I mean, the window's open. I, I don't know. I mean, Mariota, I like. I, I would go with the Mariota. I mean, the Matt Ryan, due to the connections. But we talked about, you guys touched on about the Mariota issue of being inconsistent with his accuracy. Yeah, it's the Yeah, 100%. But now when you have someone intentionally scheming people open with better weapons around them, does that improve it? Yeah, that's the question we don't know. I mean, you so, want to see yeah, good point. You know, that's something you want to take into consideration. But, you know, it's still a little bit early. I know everyone's throwing the Baker Mayfield name around. Hell no. Nah. Who that? Oh, it's all over social media. Oh, yeah, but not anyone here. I, just, I thought you no, meant No, 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 no. 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 no it's all over social media. He was going to get kicked out of the Breezy's bunch for a minute. I, no, I didn't no, know what no, was no, going on. No. You know how I stood with Bray Baker Mayfield. And the team told you how they stood because they didn't even put a waiver claim in. For I don't even think so, Nick Bosa would sign an extension if they brought Baker Mayfield in here, yo. Like, I'm Baker. <laughs> Those would be some awkward-ass practices, bro. Awkward. <laughs> Real awkward. But yeah, listen, listen, I'm good with the Mariota uh, at the, as the backup, as the veteran. But you got to see where everything lines up. It all starts with Brock. Damn it. Yep. It all starts with Brock. Here, Callie says Mariota would not like going to the practice squad. Am I the only one that thinks it'll be another season where we keep three quarterbacks on the roster, or is it just me? Well, they're pushing. They're pushing to get that third quarterback. They are pushing for that at the owners' meetings, guys. I forgot about that. That was actually brought up. The 49ers brought that up, and it's actually being discussed as we probably speak. So there's a possibility that they can go with three quarterbacks on the active roster to where it doesn't count against the 53, right? It's something, it's something weird like that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the salary cap, uh, you guys. Oh, actually, before we get into salary cap, let's talk about one free agent. Who do you want? Who's your free agent crush? Let's start with Jason, then we'll go with Tony. Free agent crush. The 49ers oh, will find a way to restructure money. That's why Jason's here. He's oh, our Parag Marate. All right. 
free agent crush though if you can have any one of these free agents who would it be likely in san francisco in 2023 i like jesse bates jesse bates jesse bates there's safety out there on the market yep uh uh what 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 about jesse that you like like what would he bring to the 49ers i guess that's what i'm asking he'd bring more discipline i believe at free safety more discipline because we got Hufanga, who's who's more of a kind of a guy that's gonna roam, do his own thing. Maybe sometimes he's great at blitzing. Ah, uh, Hufanga is, but with Bates, he, he's the cover guy that I would bring in. The guy that brings that discipline, make sure the guys are all where they have to be. I just like Bates a lot. I'm a big fan. I like Jesse Bates. I like Jesse. Jason, Bates. is it possible? Is it possible to get him in here? Yes. Yes. Is it possible financially to do it? So let's yes. talk about it then. Before Tony gives this guy, I mean, this is what you're you're great at this. Let's talk about how it's possible for them to get Jesse Bates in here, because he's going to cost. Yeah, he's going he's going to cost probably top tier safety money, definitely. He's yeah. definitely gonna cost. He's he's gonna be. I have him ranked. If I my my safety ranks as far as what they're gonna get paid and as far as you know how good they are, it's Jesse Bates. I like C, Chauncey Gardner Johnson too. Uh, what's the kid from uh, Buffalo that just got released? Poyer. Uh, Poyer. Um, Poyer. He just got released, so he might creep up to two. See where we going? So yeah. there's a possibility he's two or three. And that pushes Jimmy Ward down to four or five, bro. What? Go ahead, Jesse. You got the four. I'm sorry. I just get excited talking. I get excited when I ain't got to say shit. That's what I get excited. But this is crazy because what if Jimmy Ward is back in San Francisco, bro? Because that's possible. If you're telling me Jesse Bates is possible, Jimmy mm-hmm. Ward is possible. Shit. Yes, Jimmy Ward is definitely possible to be back. I would not it, it would not surprise me if Ward resigns. If he goes Uh-oh. into free agency and Uh-oh. looks around, gets that feel Uh-oh. like it's my market, and then Uh-oh. bam, he's back. Hot take, Jason! Hot take! It's it, 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 listen. He said he would not be surprised. Now, if you pay attention to the context clues, shout out to Raj. He was out there. He'd be on Instagram heavily. He was watching that Jimmy. He put the uh, Jimmy Ward conversation. And Jimmy, for those that did not get a chance to hear it, quote, unquote, I had no problem playing nickel. Just want to put that out there. He had no problem. Then he went on and talked about how he wanted to do it in OTAs. He wanted to do it at training camp. He wanted to do it. He saw that KK wasn't coming back, and he was like, yo, what if there's a situation to where we lose and I need to play here? Let me get these reps. And when he went went on and ended what I heard was that, y'all go ahead and pay Jesse Bates, but good luck paying Nick Bosa, which means it sounded like he was saying, listen, man, just bring me back. I won't hit you in the pockets like everybody else. So we're going to win this damn thing. That's what I took from it. I don't know if that's what y'all took from it. I'm not playing it for you guys to hear, but let's talk about Jesse and how it's feasible. It's feasible due to the restructures that I expect them to do. They need to hear your restructures. Yeah, yeah, restructures. Um, 
I'm hearing Eric Armstead as a possibility, and I'm hearing Fred Warner and Traverius Ward. Mooney Ward already in year two? Yeah. Well, I mean, he only, he only has one more year. He's got two. Oh, years. that's right. It's only a three year contract. Yeah. Yeah. So you could add contract. a fourth year and bump some money out. Where, exactly. and, and so that's dead money, correct? Because he won't be on the, he won't be under contract. He'll just get paid. No, you add uh, a fourth year. Yeah, but if you add the fourth year and he's not here, wouldn't that kick into dead money that we just owe it? Yes. He'll be here in four years, though, right? I mean, nah, this is it's, this is year two. Next year yeah. will be year three. You're adding the fourth to pay him. So you're just stretching his money out longer. Well, what you're they can do is they can extend them one year. Okay, now now we talk. Now you now you now you talk. Now you mentioned extension. Okay, that's different. Don't be messing me up, Tony. I'm I'm getting better at this. Don't be messing me up, Tony. It's the words. All right, yeah, so Jason, I, you, you you go ahead. Keep going with your restructures. Yeah, so those yeah are restructures. restructures. Uh, which with any of the players, I expect them to add voidable years under the contract. Ooh. Which will allow them to save the maximum amount of cap room possible. Yes, sir. And if they do restructure Armstead, Warner, and Ward, they're looking at thirty-one million, over thirty-one million in of space cap room. Yes. <sighs> now, Jason, now, I noticed you left out. I noticed you left out McCaffrey. I was going to ask about that too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why, why, why do you not touch McCaffrey? Because he has no guarantees. There exactly. it is. Exactly, he has no guarantees left in his contract. And... You leave that sucker the way it is. Yeah, it, yeah. But now if you take his twelve, if you take his twelve million, right? You pay him up front. You lower it. You get his a two million dollar cap, and then you spread out two, uh, so ten, twelve, so one, two, three. So it would be two million a year for five years. So I don't know. I'm so confused with that shit. That's why you're on, Jason. And so, we, and we're gonna get to this because I I can see stuff in the chat right now talking about the additional thirteen million because the you know the forty nine ers. I, I wanna I wanna clarify what that means, and that's why Jason is here. Okay, mainly not yeah, not saying you ain't here for anything. You can be here anytime you want, yeah, but I want you to course. be here to clarify what this is. It's not extra yep. cap space. I, I no. want you to be able to clarify that. Um, Tony, give me your free agent crush, and then we'll get right into that, and then we'll get up out of here, guys. Oh man, I hate this. Uh, there's so many out there. Off the top of my head, he touched on Bates. Uh, with, the, with the switch in defensive philosophy slightly, with Gilks, who's a more aggressive DB's uh, coach. He's, he's a more aggressive uh, coordinator, meaning he's more blitz-happy than our normal of uh, D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala. You want somebody that's a playmaker playing that deep third or back there in general. So I think that's where Bates comes in as the dream guy. Structure-wise, we got to see what we can do. But I want somebody, like, I'm not going to say – I want to go big on uh, Caleb McGarry. I I I, need, I want a big defensive tackle. Payne is off the board. I like Tomlinson from the Vikings to bring him in as a space senior in the middle of that defense. Um, the pass rushers, I know we can get like a, a tier two type guy because there's no big name pass rushers as of now. Uh, I know the Rams just cut Leonard Floyd. Um, 
And I'll, I've been reading about possibly Mac being cut. That could be a, an easy number one target for me if we, we can get our hands on Mac. But right now, I, I think this team is lacking big bodies in the middle of their defense. And you saw it once Ridgeway went down. Once Ridgeway went down, that defensive line disappeared versus the run, and the pass rush wasn't there. So I think they need to add another big body along with bringing Hassan Ridgeway back, and that'll shore up the middle of the defense in the pass rush and as a uh, the run defense. I love it, Tony. I think they bring back Ridgeway and Maurice Hurst. I'm just going to keep it a buck. I think they bring back those two guys. They let them come in. They compete in camp. And they see how it works because they do got to get more solid up the middle. Uh, And then the best guy will start. I think they do go defensive tackle. My defensive tackle would be Javon Hargrove. Now, I know he's probably going to cost the most out of these defensive Mm -hmm. tackles because it was probably Javon Javon Hargrove. I want to go with that that monster meat monster up the middle as well who can get you double digit sacks as an interior guy uh do you see that something that they can afford because i feel like they can get tony's guy it won't cost him too much he sounds like a tier two guy and what tony i'm t- this is a tier one guy do you see that the 49ers might go tier one a defensive tackle and would they be able to afford that too with some of these restructures they can afford it but i'm not sure they're gonna go all in on hargrave um he's 30 years old yeah, they're probably going to be a little bit hesitant to give him, you know, twenty million a year or more, depending yeah. on what he wants. Okay. I mean, we're it's just all speculative right now. We have no Very idea, so. no Very idea so. what the player wants. All right. So those but are our yeah. three draft crushes, guys. Um, okay. Ariel wants to know about restructuring Trent. Well, you didn't mention him. No, no, I would stay away from restructuring Trent Williams again. Just, um, just with and, the fact that right, they this is this this is they're they're already on the second yep. restructuring of the deal. Same thing with George Kittle. Restructured him last. Yep, him Ooh. and Kittle were restructured last year. So was Armstead. That's why I'm a little iffy on Armstead being restructured again. Oh, okay. But if but. I was watching you and John talk about it, you know, and John saying, John Chapman, that is, saying mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, you know he's going to be here the next three, four years. You go ahead and get it done. Yeah, you do it. He retires as a 49er, which is my theory. I think Armstead retires yeah. here. It, it's, it's Yeah, I do too. Close to home. He's not too far from Sacramento. You know what I mean? It all makes sense. Uh, let's talk about this extra cap space, guys, because that's what, it seems the 49ers have more money. I want you to clarify uh, okay. about the, 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 you know, the raising of the cap per, you know, NFL and what the 49ers ended up having more. I feel like they have more spending power opposed to having the actual money. So let's, de- let's defer, the, let's differentiate the cap space to what actually happened. All right. So you are right, Wayne. They have, more to spend per se more um basically they have a 237.52 million dollar adjusted cap but that doesn't mean they have that extra 13 million or anywhere near that that means that they can spend up to that amount on players this season thank you yes so you guys understand it now that means 
if we were to spend that amount of money, we can go up to that number. We, we right. probably like the highest numbers, top three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're third highest. Third highest. So we could spend up to 237 or $8 million, whatever that number is. I like to round it off. Um, so John and I were talking about this yesterday too, because with that 13 million, like how much cap space do the 49ers have? I I'm looking at uh you know spot rack and it's kind of not even at eight million. So what do you have from, from 49ers cap? I have them at 7.24 million. Yeah, so that's that's the space that we have now pre-restructure that we have to spend. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. I do got to ask you this question, and I hope that clarified it for everybody, um, that there's a difference between what we can spend and what we actually have to spend. Let me ask you this question, because Nick Bosa, is he going to get extended this year? Oh, yeah. He's and if so, so you're saying yes, but oh, if sorry. so, yes. yep. if, if he is, then how, Jason? I'm so confused on how. Is it because... This year, it'll take the 18 million that will hit the cap and lessen it a lot. Or, ah, yes. uh, I'm yep. learning. I'm motherfucking <laughs> learning. That's what we do on the Way Breezy show. We learn. Y'all gonna learn today. Thank you, Jason. Explain that though, because I'm just saying it. Yep. Um, with Nick Bosa, basically, what they're gonna do is they're gonna take his 17.8 million dollar base salary. They're going to lower it down to as much as they can, which would be 1.08 million. They can technically save about 12 million against the cap. Oh, dang. But I don't think they'll do that because that would be like a $16 million signing bonus. And with a with a guy like Nick Bosa, he's going to want like 30, 35. As a, as a signing bonus? Right. They will save some cap room, though. <laughs> yes. You about to get paid. Y'all oh, going to get. So, oh, yeah. so here's, the, here's the thing that I don't understand then. Because I want that to happen before anything. Like restructure, yeah. give, me, give, me, give me my Nick. Give me my Bosa. But then how, Jason, are we going to get free agents? By restructuring contracts, that's basically... So you mean... So is there a possibility to to get Nick Bosa extended and make a splish and free agency? Like like maybe get a player like Mooney Ward caliber on a three-year deal? That's what I'm thinking because I think that's the the only way they're going to be able to do it. Mm Is that what you're thinking? Like, will we be able to get one of those players? You said Jesse Bates. Can we do Nick Bosa and Jesse Bates? Yes, we can do a Nick Bosa and a Jesse Bates. You it's explain all it, about structure. It's all about the structure of the contract. They're going to basically... <clears throat> sorry. They're basically going to have very, very low cap hit numbers, cap numbers for the first two years and they're going to backload it basically. So it's going to be backloaded cap wise, but he, but the player is going to get more cash up you know, front. More up front. Exactly. Okay. Guy. So it's funny because uh, Tony hates this, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to mind it. 
the, the thing is the 49ers just need to win the Super Bowl. We win the Super Bowl, ain't nobody gonna care about backloading, front loading, overloading, side load. They're not gonna care about it. They we, we just gotta win. We gotta get over the hump. And yeah. I wanna I wanna build the defense. I want the defense to be so tough that it doesn't matter what team's offense come in there, we shut it down. That's how I'm looking at it. And that way, yes, you can win with a Brock. Yes, you can win with a Trey Lance. No, you don't need a Lamar Jackson. No, you don't need a Josh Allen. It would be cool to have them, but we have what we have. Fix that defense, build it up, get the offensive line patched up. We got the weapons and let one of these healthy young quarterbacks go out there and do what they do. That's how I'm looking at it. 49er Media wants to make sure uh, I felt like you did. But one more time. Explain why extending a player such as Bosa actually clears cap space. Basically, you lower the player's base salary. It turns into a signing bonus, right? It goes from like up here to down here, basically. Mm -hmm. And they literally can get his cap number down to like $8 million, Which boosts up the cap space. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Which will help with the draft picks. You know, we don't know what they're going to do in the draft. They may trade up, trade down, trade all around. Who knows? I like where you go yeah. with this. I like the wordplay. <laughs> 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 they may trade up, trade down, trade all around. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, extending Bosa will save some cap room. It may not be a lot, but it'll be enough that. They'll be able to sign their draft picks, meaning that 31 million that I mentioned can be used. Most of it can be used on free agents to bring in. Ah, that's and that answers my question because I was like, how can they get Jesse Bates if they got to pay Nick Bosa this? And it's because they lower that cap space, the cap hit, yep. like which was going to hit this year. That number gets lowered, it frees up that money. His his number his that other money gets converted into a signing bonus, which doesn't count against the cap. And then next thing you know, Nick Bosa's here for five years. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Yep, correct. Basically, here it is, like, guys. Like that, Jason. Listen, I I apologize for getting your message later. Uh, I just forgot to get back on Twitter. But listen, whenever you want to rock out, you just yeah. send me a message. I, if you don't have my phone number, I'll make sure you get it. I need you okay. on here more. This is the time because this is where you're going to build your brand right now and what you do because you are a guru at this. Guys, Thank go to 49erscap.com, okay? That's where you can get all the latest in the 49ers cap space. The numbers are there. The articles are there. He has numerous writers pumping out stuff. Make sure you check out my man, Jason Hurley. Uh, before you go, any final thoughts? None really, just uh, thank you again for having me on, Wayne. You're welcome, thank Jay. Thank you again for a second time. I, I Anytime. appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. All right, man. I'll be hitting you up weekly, so get ready. Okay. All right, man. Peace out. Peace. That's my man, Jason. Guys, he's amazing. Make sure you guys go ahead and give him a follow, okay? Make sure you follow him on Twitter. And don't forget to go to 49erscap.com. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, the website is amazing. All the numbers are there. It's all 49er related. You don't have to scroll through different teams. It's just bam, bam, bam. You get your numbers. You get your facts. You get your data, data however you want to say it. He is the man, and I want to get him seen more because he's, he, he knows his stuff. 
You know, that was between the S-H-I-T word and stuff. So I put it together and it called stuff. We got the poll question going on and we got the results. All right, we got the results. Should the 49ers trade for Lamar Jackson? All right, should they trade for Lamar, cousin Lamar? <laughs> and 55% of the population said, hell to the no, no, no. It was a no. It's 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 a no. Uh, 19% of you, though, said maybe, which is weird, you know? Um, and then 24% say yes. Listen, I just want to make this clear. And I know a lot of people don't like the fact that, you know, I'm probably like playing the teeter the line or the devil's advocate or whatever, but it's kind of like what I, what I have to do. All right. I'm all for whoever is going to be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm, I'm pulling for Trey Lance. I wanted Trey Lance. We drafted Trey Lance. That was my, my draft pick. We ended up drafting him. He like, he can do the things that Kyle Shanahan needs him to do. He might struggle in accuracy, mainly in the short passing game. You're not going to get too many plays dialed up down the field if you can't find ways to move the stick and successfully run the ball. So the 49ers need to make sure that they're fixing everything up front for this kid to come in there. I'm hoping Trey Lance gets every opportunity, every chance this particular season. I'm hoping that Brock Purdy heals. I'm hoping his surgery goes super successful. I'm hoping he comes back strong. I actually want a quarterback battle at the camp. I want to see those guys go at it and love each other and have fun and talk trash and do all that stuff at the same damn time. It's going to be fun. If you're a 49er content creator, I appreciate you guys. I love everything that you do. I'll do better in supporting you. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Do not forget to hit that like button. You feel me? Don't forget to hit the like damn button. It's important. I want the Wayne Breezy show to be up there with some of the greats. And you know who they are, man. Make sure you do that. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you really love what you see, join the channel. Shout out to everybody from the Breezy's Bunch. I appreciate you guys. Those are the members of the channel, the Breezy's Bunch. I'm going to start doing giveaways if you hashtag BB at the very beginning of every show. I hate to tell you this. There will be no morning show on Friday, but there will be a special show on Friday. So get have your alerts set to on. Make sure they're on all, not personalized. Make sure they're on all. We're going to have a special guest on here. Why do I got to make him a special guest? His name is Larry Kruger. He's going to be on the Wayne Breezy Show, and I can't wait to have him on here. It'll be this Friday, upcoming Friday, at a special time. I'll make sure I get that out there for you guys. It's going to be fun. Love you. Stay up. Stay faithful. And always keep it nitty-gritty. And shout out to my daggone nitty-gritty crew, man. They the mother-freaking best. You're the best. And before we go, I totally forgot that we had a Super Chat contribution. I apologize, Delvin Thomas. This is it. And this is how we're going to end it. We don't need Lamar Jackson. ESPN and everyone else in the world said, even before CMC got here, we were Super Bowl quality. Our D and Debo, ESPN will say 365 days, how much help we need to reach number six. We don't need Lamar and discussion because Delvin Thomas said so. That's what happens when you stick around to the very end. You get back on with your boy Wayne Breezy. Peace out again, guys. And thanks for watching, man. Man, I appreciate y'all so much.